1: and the goal that we have is to provide all our listeners <clears throat> with the real facts and the real stats about our local market. What's happening in Michigan might be different than what's happening here in sunny California on this bright and sunny Saturday morning. Nah, just <laughs> kidding. This is not a pre-record. It's, it's raining out there. So, <laughs> uh, to help me with that today, I have three people here they're all members of a organization called ypn and uh, i'm going to introduce them and then i'm going to ask them to describe what ypn means first we have adriano prado she is a realtor with brown and brown real estate good morning good morning Uh, all right and then we have gabe guzman who is a uh, with iron key real estate so competitors huh
0: friends I love that answer, and and we're
1: gonna get into that too. How can competitors be friends? But we'll get into that. And then we have the shy one, Aisha Allen Rogers of Brown and Brown Real Estate.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm <laughs> <We're>
1: not shy. <laughs> She's pretending to be shy. She is really not. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> so the, I remember the first time you were on, you were just here to hold the camera mm-hmm. for someone else, That's and right. you weren't going to talk. I said, well, why don't you talk? An hour later, we got, we got the microphone that. back in time to end the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he
2: regretted it, yeah. That's okay.
1: <laughs> All right. And also a realtor with Brown and Brown and um, a friend, not a competitor. That is right. Mm-hmm. All right. Whew, I feel better since I, <laughs> I'm a realtor also. and I guess y'all will consider me a friend, even though I'm not a member of the YPN. You no.
2: are. You are what? Yes. You automatically default
1: into Oh, that's called grandfathered in. Yeah, definitely <laughs> grandfathered in. Yep, that's that's. Excellent. What a term to use. Huh? <laughs> All right, well, somebody tell me what's YPN?
0: Yeah, so I will speak a little bit about YPN. So it, YPN stands for the Young Professionals Network, and we are an organization under the Fresno Association of Realtors, where we provide educational um, events or right now due to COVID, Zoom events, about how to to succeed in real estate. So we wanna be able to empower the incoming and newer members in the real estate industry to become successful. So we wanna be able to also give back to the community. So we do community events and then also networking. So it's all about, like I said before, becoming friends with one another and no matter what company you're with we want to be able to be a resource for you and you never know when we're going to end up being in a real estate transaction with you so if we have that those conversations with you before we most likely know how you work and we want to you know work together
1: interesting so networking is important and even though you're competitors because we work in a cooperative environment uh cooperative as far as with other agents other companies uh, that's that works yeah yeah that i mean that's true if aisha were to call me and say hey don I've, I've got a buyer for your listing um you know uh, i'd be excited so
2: yeah i know i get so happy when i do see realtors names that I'm familiar with that I come across and we get to go see those homes it makes it really nice
1: you know why I'd be excited Aisha because <laughs> tell me all right <laughs> just like it, you I'm would ready. do the whole show all the way for an hour <laughs> <laughs> you'd probably do all the work all the way through <laughs> I
2: probably <laughs> would that's <laughs> darn right <laughs> uh, yeah
0: all yeah,
1: right
3: the nice, the nice part about it is you get to uh, work with people that that you know and it makes the process a whole lot smoother I mean I feel like just uh, watching, or when you think about a transaction, people think, you know, people are just negotiating really tough and really hard. We're, we're just trying to make everybody happy here. So that, I okay.
1: yeah, definitely. I, I kind of like it when, or, or not like it, but I, I get amused on when you see on Facebook how somebody says, I fought hard for my client and I got him this and that. I don't know if fought is the right <laughs> word. You
0: know, um, no. You it, have to work together as a team. You yeah. guys are trying to get towards the same goal, which is closing. Right. And so communication is key.
1: That, All right. right. Um, it, and so thought's not really the right word. Um, negotiated. Uh, and asking enough questions is a great way to so-called fight it
2: is when you ask enough questions you can dig and get some answers that you may not have even thought you could have
1: gotten or needed
2: information that will help you to find out what it is that the sellers need and what it is that the buyers need to help make the transaction smooth
1: Mm -hmm. Um, one of my mentors back when i could have qualified for ypn (laughs) what 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 he told me is you gotta find common ground you know between the buyer and the seller maybe it's more important for the seller to have a little extra time to move out than it is to have that extra thousand dollars mm-hmm. um that's common ground that you you know maybe you can find plus price is a personal matter not a material matter so if uh adriana if you know that your client will go higher you, you can't tell me that i mean that that'd be a ethical violation uh... A, a, breach of your confidentiality with your with your um, client now if my client was the seller and they said hey don't tell them about the leaky roof okay that's a material matter not just a personal matter. we're talking about
2: the facts now and we need to know that stuff
1: right right And you know the best answer when somebody says, well, how high will they go or how low will they go in price? (laughs) The absolute honest answer is, I don't know. Because you really don't.
3: No. Yeah, they could tell you one thing and it could be a completely other thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Um, What are some of the market trends that we're seeing out there?
0: So I have recently ran some numbers within Fresno County, single-family residents, and it's, I like to compare it to the previous year. It's so crazy to say previous year as 2020, but I'm looking at previous year as 2019 when everything was kind of semi-normal. Um, but the homes that were currently for sale on the market were – there was like 1,500 homes – um, and then now it has been cut to like five, under 500 homes. Mm-hmm. So we are extremely in a housing deficit. And I feel so bad because there's not enough homes for all of these buyers who are submitting their highest and best and still getting beat out. Mm-hmm. So it's really tough market right now.
1: Yeah. But, but a, a tough but a rewarding market, if that buyer can become successful and get in... To have a thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage at two point seven five percent, right? Oh my gosh, they're set. I mean, they know what their payment's going to be in the year twenty fifty. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. I know a lot of people they get, you know, spooked and they see what's going on with, you know, people like you said doing the uh, <laughs> doing the highest and best offers that they possibly can, uh, but. It, like you said, it's rewarding. And actually, we know what we're getting into. They know that, you know, in year 15, they're still going to have that
1: 2.75. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then they even know what their payment's going to be in the year 2052. It'll, <laughs> it'll be zero. And, and don't be afraid of paying your loan off. Um, some people are. They keep refinancing and pulling cash out. Not a good move most of the time. Sometimes it is. But if you pull cash out of your home, your home's equity to pay off your credit card that you bought dinner with, <laughs> that you bought a TV set with, just remember in the year 2045, <laughs> you're still paying for that dinner. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the interest rates is low enough. <laughs> That's right. Um, so later, uh, in the, actually in the second segment, we're gonna be talking about why should potential sellers become actual sellers? And we're gonna deal with what you talked about, Adriana, about, well, we have about one third of the actual sellers out there right now. Um, What could motivate somebody who's thinking that, you know, we need a bigger home or we need a different location or how can I take advantage of the low rates? So we'll be talking about that. Um, I do have a a statistic here that is kind of interesting, and this is for all of 2020. 2020 with its big ups and downs. And did we not have some? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. A whole
1: lot. Yeah. Uh, Especially April and May, uh, the market really went downhill big time Mm -hmm. but then it it returned big time Um, and we ended up having a normal year for um, Fresno County we had eighty seven hundred and twenty-eight sales that compared to eighty eight seventy four it's only down in 2019 only down a hundred and fifty but it's about the average if you took the last five or six years that's about an average. So, wouldn't it be funny if we just summarized this whole thing and said, "Well, 2020 was an average year."
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That's okay. true. I don't know the way you guys laughed. Better? I could tell you didn't believe me. <laughs> I would say below average. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I know why you're saying that because YPN is a very active group. You guys have a lot of uh, events, but yet twenty twenty was an eventless year. Mm -hmm. You know? We didn't have events. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah, definitely. Virtually no events. Yeah.
3: We were still able to get our our uh, community outreach done, which which was really cool. So I I would like to thank Adriana put a lot of it together, so if she wants to touch on that, we we were able to get um get mules to To students, I mean, obviously, a lot of people rely on, or a lot of students, they rely on those cafeteria meals. So it was nice to be able to uh, still give back and still be able to give these meals to these kids that
1: rely on those school lunches. All right. I like that that you guys are out there giving. Hang on to these thoughts because when we get back from our first commercial break, we'll get right back to it. Thank you. welcome back welcome home radio this is Don Scordino your host here in the studio we have Gabe Guzman Adriana Prado and Aisha Allen Rogers Rojas Rojas now is that new
2: not new so when I was <laughs> wow, it's new to me it's new to a lot of folks because when I was younger I used to only go by Aisha Allen I I didn't look at my birth certificate as a kid so I didn't know I had both my parents last names until I went and registered for my ID and that's when they're like oh you have two last names you need to add them both on there I was like oh wow so most of my documentation has Allen on it and then when I became a real estate agent I made sure I
1: used the Rojas interesting this is why you should tune in to Welcome to radio. <laughs> I did not know that. You know she speaks
0: Spanish, fluently. I, I'm,
1: yes, I'm fluent in Spanish. It was oh. my
2: first language.
0: Buenos dias, todos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no comprendo. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, our, our intro music was Put Me In Coach. So I'm, I'm ready to play. <clears throat> I wanna know more about <clears throat>
2: The sales you wanted to talk about yeah homes sellers wanting to sell or how we can work.
0: why sellers are wanting to sell during this time and why it would be a good time to sell so <coughs> i know right now i have a current listing right now and th- their main goal is to s- <coughs> you know purchase a bigger home so they're in a smaller home and now is a perfect time to be able to upgrade and move into a new construction. So a lot of the sellers that I have been working with are looking into pr- purchasing new construction homes because the interest rates are extremely low. And, of course, the, the real estate market is hot. So it, it's a perfect time to sell right now. Of course, you know during COVID and all these times, the regulations are a little bit different where we have to have, you know, the coronavirus form signed prior to entering the home. So there are more guidelines before just, you know, anyone can go look inside. Typically, the buyers who are going to go look at homes must be pre-approved, must have that COVID Mm -hmm. form just because you're competing against multiple buyers and buyers who are already pre-approved. And if you're looking at homes without a pre-approval letter, I guarantee you that house will be gone before you have that pre-approval letter. So yeah, that's a little bit. Hi Phil.
3: yeah and uh, like Adriana was saying uh, a lot of people are doing that they are moving up and the, the cool thing about new construction I just touched on it on my on my Instagram uh, I believe it was yesterday or the day before was um, you can actually go into a new construction and it's, it's it's great for a lot of people who aren't quite ready mm-hmm. um, they can get pre-approved right then once you get pre-approved you get put on a waiting list Mm -hmm. and when that waiting list once they call your name you get to choose the home that you want and you basically just bring uh, a deposit and that deposit can vary from you know various amounts Uh, but once you actually get into that deposit you're locked into contract on that price now prices go up that That home is still that price, so your home is appreciating while it's being built. Right. And during that time, you can work on your credit to try to get a better interest rate, Mm -hmm. and you can save money for your down payment closing costs. Um, Not to mention that a lot of the builders here, they uh, they uh, they also offer uh, you know certain amounts for for closing costs, which is really really nice. Mm
1: -hmm. You guys are bringing out some good
3: points. Yeah, (laughs) keep going. We try. We try.
2: Yeah, because it's, since it's, it is the seller's market, that's why we're seeing that the transition where mm-hmm. sellers have a more of an advantage to get what they're wanting for their homes and even getting more value. Yep. So getting themselves out of financial situations or if they're having issues with keeping up with payments right now, or let's say if they have tenants in homes and tenants can't keep up and there's just a lot of ways for them to think about this in the financial aspect to be able to capitalize right now. So- if that was something that they were considering doing and they needed to find a way out, this is perfect.
1: So you just made me think of a very good point. So you said it's a seller's market. And, and it is because now a seller pretty much knows that if, as long as you do things mostly right, you'll get the <laughs> house sold in a short period <laughs> of time. But yet when it comes to financing, it's a buyer's market. So yep. going back to the original question, why should well, let me finish that. It's a buyer's market because of the very low fixed interest rates. Correct. So why should potential sellers become actual sellers? And that's because then in today's market, uh, uh, a seller can take advantage of both markets. Right. Mm-hmm. The seller's market, they can sell their home relatively quickly, but most importantly, assuredly. But then they could take advantage of the low interest rates. when they buy another one it's a win-win yeah I have I have a client who she sold her
3: condo and she's buying a a a bigger house um, probably cost twice what the condo cost and her payment is still the same because of that low interest rate and because she's rolling some of that money that she made uh, into her down payment so it's it's a win-win for her nothing's Mm -hmm. changed just she's just getting what she actually wants
0: and then in some cases they also have like some debt to pay off so they use some of that extra money that they've gained in order to pay that off in order to get pre-approved for their new home so yeah mm-hmm. yep. like you say it's a win-win for them
1: and I gotta hand it to the lenders because the lenders have stepped up to help us out in the, these scenarios there's a loan provision that you can apply for called a recast with in that the way the recast works is if you go out and you buy the home first And let's say you only put five percent down but there's this recast provision in there you buy the home you get it move into it then you sell the current home that's now vacant and empty but when you get that boatload of cash out of there from your equity you can put it into the principal on your new loan and recast recast means that they will redo the, the, the payment so now maybe you're you're your uh, payment will drop <coughs> from 2000 a month down to 1500 right. which is where you wanted it. Yeah. So the lenders have really helped us out on that. Yeah, they really
3: have. They've, they've stepped it up with helping people uh, maneuver their refinances to buy maybe a second mm-hmm. property, a rental, something like that. So I've been seeing a lot of that lately. Um, just, I think everyone should should be able to take advantage of these low interest rates. Not just sellers, but first time home buyers as well. It's just, it's a perfect time. See, so, you know, some people get spooked about, you know, they see how how tough the market is. Um, but I, I would say don't let it discourage you. You know, you'll find the right one and, and you're gonna probably thank yourself in you know, five years from now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's really important too that sellers share or with their lenders what it is that their game plan is, mm-hmm. what their long-term goals are, because then they can inform them on how to execute properly. And without having all of that information, the more that they share with them. They think that they're, they're gonna tell on themselves, but really their lender is helping them out with figuring out a solution to what it is that they need to get to.
1: Mm-hmm. I like what you just said. Let's expand on that a little bit more. So how much should you tell your, your loan officer? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, tell, be, because, um, and, and, and clients should tell their agents that too. I mean, I remember a client one time, we were re- just about ready to write up an offer on a condo, and this was 25 years ago. Condos weren't that easy to sell back then. We were ready to write it up, and then he makes a comment that uh, this will be a great place for us for the next year. I goes, what do you mean year? He goes, oh, we're moving to Florida next year. I go, Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. Then, then be- because they shared that information, my advice was don't buy the the closing costs would have eaten up any equity they had in that year um that year might have ended up turning into year and a half by the time we sold the condo so uh, yeah
2: a, yeah and then depending on your loan terms you may not be able to you know move out as quickly as you're expecting to if you're in a certain type of a loan that prevents
1: that uh yeah because some loans have prepayment penalties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately right now, the the bread and butter loan out there is the 30 year fixed rate mortgage, does not have a prepayment penalty. Um, but once again, that's why you should ask, tell everything to your loan officer and your realtor, because they might say, well, here, here's a loan program, does have a prepayment penalty, but boy, the rates are good. Well, if they know that you might move, then it's better to stay away from that one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, why else should potential sellers become actual sellers and step to the plate? Just like our intro music said, put me in coach, <laughs> I'm ready to list my home.
0: I will also mention something else um, regarding sellers selling during this time. Okay. I think it w- is a great advantage because you have the ability to possibly negotiate you know selling your home within 30 days but if you need to stay in your home longer which is a seller in possession usually if buyers really want your home they'll let you stay in possession and just do a rent back so if you you don't want to have to move twice um, sometimes sellers are just willing to just wait for that specific buyer who's wanting them to stay in the home versus in a different market they're like you're, at, you're out of here. This is my home now. So I think that is uh, an advantage during this time is you have so many buyers and usually most of the time they're willing to negotiate letting you stay.
1: If I could add to that, I've had buyers tell me, well, that sounds good, Don, but I don't want to be a landlord. And here's the usual answer. You're not being a landlord because you can actually see what these people live like. You know, A, a typical landlord is moving an unknown person in Mm -hmm. um you don't know how they you don't know if they have five dogs or no dogs uh cats uh how many so anyway (laughs) here you can see it
2: right you gotta walk through the home you got a chance to walk through the home and take a look and see what it is that they look like
1: and then for the sellers that's important because would you if that house was a mess unkept no telling what's going to happen when you open the cabinets. (laughs) That's not a candidate to let those people stay in the home because they're not taking care of it. Right.
2: We've seen some of those. Yeah. We've walked into some homes (laughs) and some really beautiful ones that were like just immaculate. So you can just tell that the homeowners had that pride of homeownership. Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah. Is that not a nice thing when you walk into somebody's home and you can feel the pride? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's the smells,
2: the colors, the tech, is so gorgeous. The warmth, yeah. You just walk in and you're like, oh yes,
1: this is it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And the photographers love it too because then, you know, it's picture ready. It makes them look good. (laughs) It makes them look good. It's Airbnb ready, so yeah. And,
1: And here's a typical scenario with a when they have pride. They're mo- the, Let's say the home sold. They're moving out, but the sellers are stressed out because they need to get back in to clean for the new buyer. That's yeah. I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I really love that. Yeah. I, I honestly say I just say hey, thank you for being that person. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's not everybody does that, but it just shows
1: that's that's them showing their. Their pride of home ownership. Mm-hmm. And their love of that home. Yeah. Yes.
0: And exactly. they'll
1: pat they want to pass it on. Right. Well, with that, we're going to our next commercial break, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Do you remember? The well welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. And the reason I love that song is because we can see who loves dancing. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it's the shy one? Yeah, me and Aisha. I, and Gabe, I didn't know you were so shy. Come on now. <laughs> All right. And Adriano was doing it too. Maybe it's now, um, the youths.
2: The youths? The youths. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: of the Young Professional net- Network. <laughs> Y'all like dancing. Huh? We do. Yeah, we do. that we do.
3: We miss We miss we our miss uh, mixers. It.
2: Yes, our events and our people in person and networking. Hugging people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So,
1: what did your group do? What did YPN do this year or in 2020 to pivot and be resilient, still be effective and essential to your members?
0: Yeah, so last year, okay. our community outreach, we were able to. Um, gather a total of 1,038 meals towards families and children who are in need of food during this time. So did I hear that
1: right? 1,038 yes. meals? Whoa.
0: Yes. It is so crazy because I remember the day before, <laughs> what were we at? We were like 700, 700 meals.
1: yeah.
2: We were close. We were really close to the goal. And I remember we were just like, how do we get this last push? We got to just, and so go ahead. Yeah. How did you get the meals?
0: So we partnered with Neighborhood Industries, which is a nonprofit organization here in the tower area. Um, and they have different, they have like um, the thrift store and they help people or others who are in need of employment and just need help in the world. So with meals, employment, education, and it was so crazy the way I got that connection. So I had sent a message to council member Soria and I had let her know what YPN does, what we do for the community. And I was like, how can we help? What, what can we do to help the community? <clears throat> and she put me in touch with someone from neighborhood industries and it just kind of went from there. And um, like Aisha said, the day before we were at 700 meals. And at that point, I think we had already reached our goal. Was, our goal was already too low. Um, and then I had shot a video on our YPN page the day before, mm-hmm. and it just took off from there. So everybody wanted to pitch in to help to hit that goal that we had set. And yeah. so it was just so
2: awesome how they just started coming in right after that.
3: Yeah, and it wasn't just us, it was, I wanna say it was it was collectively the Fresno Association of Realtors all together, you know, different, like you said, Um, You know, we're not competitors. We we really are friends and we cooperate with each each other and we're all working towards a common goal. And it was different brokerages, different lenders, a bunch of people just all coming together to help our community.
1: And somebody might be thinking, well, what does giving meals to people have to do with real estate? It actually has everything to do with it as far as the intangibles. To be a good realtor, you have to have the ability to serve your client put their interests first and that's what you did when you gave out these meals
0: yeah it was all about seeing people happy and in the past we used to do our backpack drive and the previous year we collected over like 450 backpacks and then we also had Thanksgiving Drive back in 2019 which we had over a hundred meals so we are all about community service we have such a huge heart for the Fresno community obviously because we live here and we just want to be able to help out everyone who needs a hand and that's what YPN is all about is giving back to our community as well
1: now you guys also do a lot of educational things Tell us about that. Something about waking up early in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our wake ups. And you are always there, Don. You're yeah. a huge supporter. So thank oh, you for I, that.
2: You know what? One of my first favorite wake ups was the one that you came and you did. And I maybe because you're an OPN and you know <laughs> like how things were done way back before computers existed. But my favorite education. <laughs> well, that is a true <laughs>
1: statement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite course was when you came and you spoke on how to figure out where addresses were. So you're really good at just if someone told you An address. You could tell us what side of the street it was on, what part of Fresno it was in without even looking at a map. And like that to me, I was like, okay, I got to work on that. I want to work on that so someone can tell me an address and I can just tell you exactly where that was.
3: And and these wake ups and our educational events, they all they all go hand in hand with, like you said, giving back and helping the consumer uh, because we're helping these agents. We're giving them tips and we're helping them become a better realtor to serve their clients. You know, so when you're talking about a tough market, those, all these all these tips and all these educational events, they all go hand in hand to help that person get into that home or sell their home and upgrade into the next one, or, you know, help somebody buy a rental. We, we do all of that for, you know, our community. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's kinda of one of my favorite parts of YPN and why I YPN and that is because the education, right? Being able coming into the real estate industry and being pretty new to the industry, I've learned so much. I'm barely like two years into the industry, but my but when I speak to other agents, they're just like, Are you a broker? <laughs> <laughs> like because I have a wealth of information for me being in the industry so mm. for two for, for two years, but that's because of this in organizations just like that. Because they wanna give us tools to be able to be successful in our industry. And so that's the best way that we can help our clients out is become continuing to educate ourselves.
1: So there's the benefit to the consumers that are listening. Yep. The, the better educated the realtor is, then the better they can help. Now, I got to tell you a funny story that happened this week that made me think of that YPN class, wake-up class that I taught about knowing addresses. So in our sales meeting this week, somebody was saying they had a new uh, – New listing coming out the next day. It was a Grandville over by 180 in Armstrong, and it, um, uh, um, it, it gave the address of like 6700 East Omaha. Well, yeah, knowing in my mind, but like, no, that did not work. compute because oh gosh, Omaha's further crazy. north. It yeah. doesn't go there. Grandville yeah. didn't build out that, that way. way at all. So. I I took a wild stab and I said, Excuse me, do you mean Orleans? She goes, Oh yeah, that's it. That's such a oh our, our our broker commented, he goes, How his mind works. <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> Reminded him of the well, movie The Rain Man. <laughs> but ah uh, I he, actually used
3: that when, when my phone died. One time I, I said, Okay, I was looking for an address and there was a buyer. <clears throat> following me to this showing. Oh, so wrecking. you better it's not get up. So I, I better not mess up. So I <laughs> yes. kicked my Don Scordino mode on
1: <laughs> and I was able to find that
3: house just by
1: what he was telling me. Yeah. Now, when you mess up and you don't really get there, what you tell the client is, oh, I was just showing you the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you're wandering around looking for that home. Okay. Well, thanks for spilling I the know, beans, I know, we Don. can't <laughs> use that one anymore. We gotta come up with some more creative stuff. Uh. That's right, but my favorite question uh, of all in that class was when somebody said, "But how do you know where north is?" Oh, so, oh boy! Uh. Now we got to go back to one hundred one. One hundred one. So, you know, all right, uh, before computers was not that bad of a time.
0: No, it wasn't. Yeah,
1: had actually, How do you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> shit. Look, She's I think older I was. Than you think. I, I
2: am a little older than these two over here on this side. But so, uh, yeah, actually, I, I remember dial up. I remember dial up. Dial I up. had to dial up. So I was around before computers,
3: actually. I've had the internet my whole life. I was born in 95. So. Oh, my goodness. Oh my I
2: don't gosh. know. I maybe am in the wrong hey, organization. I,
1: <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to have to get up to go and turn our black and white TV set on. I mean, there's no remote control. <laughs> I was gonna ask, you lost your remote. <laughs> you didn't tell Alexa to do it.
2: <laughs> oh, um, I know, it's only gonna get worse from here, these babies. Oh man, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's move on. So what else does YPN do? Um, uh, you educate your members with wake-ups, wake-up YPNs. Mm-hmm. Um, lunch and learns you guys
0: yes we used to have lunch and learns and they were typically a two hour event and in the past we so last year we were only able to have one Mm. event before kind of COVID shut us down but it was the mental health and wellness and that is something that's very important to us and it actually started in orange county um ypn had kind of adapted that mental health and wellness there just because they had a situation with someone who Um, unfortunately took their life away due to all the stress of real estate and real estate is a very tough industry to be in. Um, We are practically everything. We are the therapist. We are negotiating everything. So we adapted that and took it here and it was just a very, um, an amazing event to be able to reach out to the community and let them know that we are here for you. I know that it is a very tough market Um, in a very tough industry but we are here for you if you ever need us like I would hate for that to happen here to someone who's a close friend when I had no idea so mental health and wellness is very important to us which also leads me to our next wake up event next month is going to be regarding self-love it's kind of kind of going to be like a valentine's day theme uh, but self-love self-motivation how to get past these tough times and um, How to equip yourself
2: with the mental stability to be able to get through that. Because we have those times right mm-hmm. now. You know, we, not, we don't get to depend on our friends or see them as much to kind of vent. and just. So now we want to be able to equip all of our YPNers and all of our members with ways that they can be able to get themselves out of those funks and then just yeah. pull so the, themselves back. Yeah,
0: the healthier we are, the healthier we can be to help our consumer and our clients. So that's very important is our mental health.
1: Boy, I remember last March when Shelter-in-Place started. Ooh, um, it was rough. Yeah, it, it, it Roll was depressing to be mm-hmm. quarantined.
2: To not know nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, yeah, the worst feeling is not knowing
0: Having yeah. no control.
3: Yeah, remember it was what two weeks?
0: It was supposed to be only after <laughs> <Eight> weeks. <laughs> two <Yeah>. weeks. Two weeks, <laughs> and here we are. Almost a
2: okay. Year later. Well,
1: that was the longest two weeks we've ever experienced. <laughs> but then 2020 was the longest year I've ever experienced. So, and I've experienced <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> but you, you know what I did during the um, those that quarantine period and shelter in place. I would go out driving, I I drive in the foothills. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and sometimes it's good, if you can't see people, you can see trees.
2: Uh, I would do that. I would do that before the COVID in place or shelter in place happened. So driving, I relate, I'm with you on that. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, and I've done that all my life too, so. (laughs) Anyway, it is time for our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN.
0: Won't take nothing
1: but a memory From the has that built me Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. Here in the studio, we have Aisha Allen Rojas of Brown and Brown Real Estate. We have Gabe Guzman of Iron Key Real Estate. And we have Adriana Prado of Brown and Brown Real Estate. The connection here is all three of you are in leadership with the Young Professionals Network of the Fresno Association of Realtors, and I got to tell you this: you guys are doing a good job. You're, you have a very engaging committee.
2: Thank you. Yes. Yeah, thank you. We yeah. sure do. We have a really strong team.
1: And and keep it up and and grow it. Yeah. You know and, and um, uh, because. I remember my mentor told me, he says, the reason I'm teaching you all this stuff, Don, is because I'm not going to live forever, and somebody's got to carry the water. Uh-huh. So, so that's good. I want to go to a new topic right now. Maybe I'll call it a new old topic. <laughs> um, coming soon. The Fresno Multiple Listing Service has a new status called coming soon. But first, I think it's important before we tell you about the new one, let's talk about what was the old coming soon like. Let me throw it to the three of you.
2: I think it was very controversial in our industry uh, because we didn't really have a lot of – we didn't have this actual regulation into place how we do now. So this is going to bring structure, and we'll let you talk about that. But it just – uh, for the real estate professionals, um, not really knowing there was a lot of gray areas with the coming soon signs. And so for a consumer, it can be a little confusing when a sign is put out that says coming soon, not knowing when that, how soon that is. So not having that structure there could be a little bit competitive because if a buyer is looking to buy and it's like in the neighborhood, let's say they want to be close to their family or friends. So they've been looking for a home in their neighborhood that for a family member to move into. And the coming so- homes soon sign is up, but not knowing when that's going to be coming into place could be a little confusing, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Like, so when can we move it, in? And the key thing, and we talked about that spirit of cooperation earlier, friends, not just mm-hmm. competitors. Well, the old coming soon was competitor first, friends later. Mm. So they would, uh, the old coming soon was put put your sign out there, put it on some uh, some third party websites, get the word out there, do open houses so that I could get the Buyers, leads and yep. I could sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I couldn't, then 30 days later, okay, I'll put it in I'll the multiple it, list. See? Now mm-hmm. I'll invite my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the mm-hmm. old one. little unfair advantage there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah And all the advantage was to the listing agent, mm-hmm. not to mm-hmm. the seller. Yep. You know, in a seller's market where you might get 10 offers, 20 offers, why would you wanna keep your home a secret and only let a f- handful of people know about it? It, it just does not, it, the advantage is not in the, in the place of the seller either. Let's go to the new coming soon.
3: Yeah, that new coming soon uh, I think is just another reason why you should use a realtor. Uh, You know, we actually are going to be like like he said, this is a Fresno Association of Realtors, Fresno MLS uh, exclusive. So what it's going to do is your realtor is going to be able to look on there and see what is coming soon before it hits all these other uh, sites like Zillow and, you know, Realtor.com and all that stuff. So it's really neat. Um, to be able to be, you know, the first one to have eyes on it when you're working with the realtor rather than somebody who's just kind of browsing, not too serious, or maybe just isn't using a realtor. Um, It just gives you, I guess, the people that are serious and ready to buy that first first advantage.
1: I remember um, uh, about a year and a half ago, there was a coming soon across the street from one of my listings, and they got it sold right away. Well, it turned out they sold it on online, uh, and a realtor from San Jose was representing them here. Anyway, all that said, the the deal fell apart. They ended up having to do it the right way, right, through the multiple listing service and through the spirit of cooperation. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, why would somebody want to do a coming soon this new way?
0: I would say that you can receive offers. You know, I mean, either way, you can re- receive offers on home homes, but the sellers can start receiving offers on homes as soon as you see the coming soon sign. The only I would say disadvantage of having the coming soon is technically you're not supposed to let anyone look at it, so it's all going to have to be pictures. So you're most likely submitting an offer contingent upon inspection, or something within the the lines of that. Um, but there are so many other like um, restrictions on it. Like after it's on, on the the status for coming soon for more than 21 days, the following day it has to go active. So there are some regulations onto that. So just make sure you speak to your realtor to kind of inform you on those Mm -hmm. restrictions.
3: And it's great for a seller too. I mean, especially, you know, during the the pandemic, um, you know, somebody who maybe doesn't want a bunch of people going in their house and they put up a coming soon and they start receiving offers maybe they can choose an offer from that and you know somebody who says hey I, I want the house I don't even have to see it inside maybe it's somebody who grew up in the neighborhood
1: mm-hmm. so but it sounds like they'd better have it priced low <laughs> so that somebody doesn't need to see it
3: well uh, you'd be surprised I mean right now like like we said it's a tough market it's a seller's market and you'd be able to to look at a house've I've submitted offers for clients where they say, I don't need to see the house. The pictures are enough. I know that layout and I know I want it. Mm-hmm. I've had buyers sight on submit
2: an offer above asking and above appraised value. So I don't think that would stop a buyer necessarily from giving a seller a good offer.
1: Yeah. Well, you know that the, the most important part of the price is the location of the home location. and location. the size of the home. Yeah, what you see inside maybe isn't as important but I think for the typical home buyer, it is. You, you, you still need to see it.
2: Well, too, but then you got to think about what types of home buyers there are. There's investors. There are folks who do, are wanting a home that is move-in ready. There are folks who are willing to actually uh, do some modifications and adjustments to the home. So you might, depending on the condition of the home, you, there might be a perfect buyer for you.
3: Yeah, I would say for for a first-time buyer, though, uh, which I, I work a lot with, uh, I would definitely recommend that they go into the home and actually see it before they make an offer because they may they may not end up liking it they may not feel the vibe mm-hmm. you know i always tell people because they ask me when's when do i make an offer i always say it's when it feels like
1: home when you walk in and it feels like a home to you right that's when you should write it up love it should the buyer should it be a requirement well you can't make it a requirement but should the buyer go inside the home and approve of it even if it's in escrow
3: definitely I think so I mean it depends if, if it's a if it's a somebody who's willing to make modifications like she said or if it's somebody who's gonna use it as a rental or an investment and they don't really mind probably not but if you're gonna be living there for 30 years I think you should probably
2: I would highly approve. recommend it yeah. if there's a, if it is at all possible for you to go into the home yes mm-hmm. I would say go do it um, there are situations where like you have um, vets or um, folks in the military who are and they cannot come see the home prior to moving into it. So then they have to just put in those offers and submit it at sight unseen. However, but if you can, yes, because then you wanna get a feel for the floor plan. Yeah. Photos mm-hmm. make it a little bit difficult unless they do have that 360. So you can actually go in, take a look and see what the floor plan feels like. You wanna see if that's gonna be work for you. So I had
1: an experience a, a few years ago where I was asking this agent who sold a lot of bare land up in the mountains, I said, How do you do that? I mean, just driving around from here to there. but You could spend all day driving around just to sell a $10,000 lot. <laughs> she goes, Oh, no, no. I just give them a plat map and some information and let them do the driving. So, okay. So I got a buyer like that and I gave them the plat map and some information. I let them drive up there and they said, We want it. We want it. So we wrote up an offer. But as I'm writing it up, I'm thinking, uh, I feel a little uneasy about this. So I put a clause in there that it was contingent upon us Together. reviewing the uh, or physically seeing it. Good thing we did. Because when we got up there, we get out of the car and they go, yep, we're going to put our trailer right up here on this grassy knoll. <laughs> and going. it was beautiful property. <laughs> but but I names. looked at the plat map. and I go, um, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's the other way around. <laughs> we're on this side of the street. No. And no. it was in a gully. They, at my advice, they did not buy it because I mean there was nothing they could have done with that property for what they intended to do. Mm -hmm. Well, wouldn't you know? We're out of out of time so <laughs> okay. but we'll be back next week so tune in again we're gonna have kevin lecitson one of our favorites with farmers insurance yes. talking insurance we love him. but i want to thank the three of you for coming today and sharing your information and everything that ypn does and um thank thanks. you for having us yeah, thanks for having us you're thanks, more than welcome Dawn.
2: always fun hanging out with you don
1: hey thanks say that again He paid her. All right, and thanks to our listeners. We'll We'll be back next week. Bye-bye.